Remember, there is a function to behavior. Is your student in survival mode of fight, flight, or freeze? Why should we be trauma-informed? Listen in to hear why having a trauma-informed classroom makes a difference. Also, I want to encourage you to leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I would love to hear from you. Don't forget to join my Facebook group, Behavior Strategies for Class, and encourage and collaborate with other educators there. DM me or email me at diane at behaviorstrategiesforclass.com. If there's any way that I can help you or encourage you with any behaviors that you are dealing with. And one more thing, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. So again, what is trauma? So trauma is an event or series of events that cause harm physically or emotionally. So, and that's pretty broad. Like that could be a divorce. Like that's emotionally taxing, not only on the adults, but also on the children. Um, Physically could be even a car accident. You know, if the child was hurt during a car accident, If there was maybe a fire in the house, um, it could be a natural disaster. You know, it's a hurricane or wildfire, depending where you live, earthquakes, any type of natural disaster, a family situation, somebody is sick, fighting cancer or dying from cancer in the family. There's all kinds of things that are very, can be very traumatic for our students. However, not all of the students react or have like bursting anger or disrupting behavior in your classroom. 
sometimes it's just a quietness. Sometimes it's they just shut down or sometimes they're just drawn, very withdrawn to themselves. But as you know your students, you learn what has been a change or has there been a change. And I'm sure you're in contact with parents and that parents hopefully would let you know what's going on. You know, say we just got in a car accident, you know, last night. Susie still wanted to come to school, but just be aware that, you know, this happened. Um, just keeping that open communication and that relationship with the family so that they can share those things with you so you can be on the lookout for your students if things start to change. And automatically you might get students who are foster kids. And unfortunately they sometimes come with a lot of trauma in their background and trauma that they're still going through. I mean, they could be in their third foster home by the time they're in your classroom or even more than that. So it's just being aware of these things and that even though they're in the classroom, you're ready to learn and teach, you know, they are not always able to focus in. And so having that trauma-informed care helps them to come in and do their best. So when students feel safe and cared for, they're less likely to act out inappropriately. When we give them a voice and a choice, they learn to have control of their behavior. Um, some examples dealing with some of the students, um, they have, I've dealt with students who have lied about certain things for fear of being punished, uh, lying about what they didn't do or did do. Uh, we've had students stealing food, stealing snacks from other kids um, because they're living in their car and they really don't have a lot of food and they're not sure if they're even going to get dinner that night. And so they are taking what they can to make sure that they have at least something to eat that night. Yes, that's kind of an extreme, but unfortunately that does happen. Kids are living on the streets or kids are living in cars or living in hotels. And uh, we had another student I worked with and first she was at grandma's house and then they were living in the car and then they ended up in the hotel and she's sleeping on the couch with her aunt and it's a tough situation. And so the trauma they've experienced or are experiencing slows the development of their brain, which affects their learning and reasoning, which can affect their behavior. Because when they are not understanding and learning as fast as they think everybody else is learning, they are frustrated. They can get frustrated and they can act out. So sometimes they're going to throw a fit 
or they're going to start yelling and arguing with their peers or they're going to argue with you and start yelling at you and to avoid the situation that they don't understand what you're saying. Instead of, you know, I need help, it's, you know, this is stupid, I'm not going to do it, you know, and you can't make me all this other nonsense when, I mean, ultimately, you think about who they are, where they're coming from, and they just need extra help. And that's where you can learn, well, maybe they need the interventions at this time. And unfortunately, they're not always going to be able to identify why they're acting or reacting that way. But the better that we are informed, you are informed of our students, your students, that's going to be the best way that we can help them. So why is trauma-informed care important? So trauma-informed gives students a safe place. So that is your classroom. And your classroom is, has become or has been like their second home. It's their second family. For some kids, it's their first home. It's their first family where they're fill where they feel accepted and wanted. And so they come and they are so happy to be there because you have created a safe place for them. Now that could be in general, your whole classroom, or it can also be a safe place in the classroom. So like specifically a quiet space or a quiet corner in the in your room. Um, I've talked about having that as a meta moment or quiet down space where when students are beginning to get frustrated or upset, you can say, okay, go ahead and go to the quiet corner. Take a couple minutes, have them do the deep breathing, play with a fidget, sit and look at calming uh, posters or pictures to help them regroup, get back, self-regulate so that they can go back to their learning and doing their best. So a safe place can be your classroom as a whole or, well, it could be and or um, having a quiet corner space inside your classroom so they know that when they are upset and frustrated and they need a minute they don't have to leave the classroom per se they can just go over in the corner sit down for a couple minutes take some deep breaths figure out um, that they can come back and get back to learning and do their best so again, trauma-informed gives students a safe place. Trauma-informed also promotes learning about and understanding the whole student. So again, that's knowing that 
last night Johnny did not get dinner and he came late so he missed breakfast at school well now he should be reading and doing his writing assignment but instead he's throwing a fit or he's sitting in the corner and he's crying or he's just not doing anything so instead of You know, our reaction, of course, right away is pick up your pencil. You need to get to work. You're wasting time. Let's go. What's the problem? Like, you know what you need to do. Let's get it done. Like, I get it. You know, you have a lot to teach during the day. But if you're able to take those couple minutes and say, hey, did you have breakfast this morning? I mean, I know it sounds so simple to just say, hey, are you hungry? You know, um, we usually will send those students to the counselor's um, office. Our counselor always had snacks for the kids and they could set, sit and eat either in the counselor's office or just take the snack back to class and sit and eat it and then get back to work. I mean, sometimes it is just as easy as that. Or it's, you know, did something happen this morning? Or did something happen last night? And, you know, some kid, well, my mom yelled at me. Or my parents were fighting. Or something. And being able just to give them a minute. And you may not obviously have time to talk about it at that moment. But just acknowledging that they are struggling and just being able to say, hey, you know, at recess time, let's take a couple minutes and we can talk about it. But now if you can just do your best and try and answer these questions or whatever the assignment is and getting them back to learning as much as possible. So that's when you learn about and understand your whole student. Because they are a whole person. And we forget that because we want them to do their best, to do great on their testing. And, you know, and we forget that they have tons of struggles and frustrations as well as, as you do as a teacher. So being able to recognize that it's the whole student and how is the whole student and taking a second asking them did you have breakfast did something happen you know and if you have a school counselor or school psych or social worker to able to talk to like that's even much better if if that works in your schedule so another reason why trauma informed is important is that it can teach stress management skills. It helps you teach and know the importance of stress management skills. Because as we know, a lot of these students do not have any of those skills. They are just too busy flying off the handle, walking out the door, throwing their paper on the floor, cussing you out, screaming at whoever's around, 
Like they don't know how to deal with life. You know, they don't have to deal with one frustration, maybe two frustrations or whatever is going on. Like they just don't know how to deal with it. And so being able to teach those stress management skills helps them to get a grip and get a control on their emotions, which controls their behavior is huge. I mean, I work with another student. I can't read. I can't read. I don't want to read. I'm a bad reader. I'm a bad reader. And it's like, no, you're not, buddy. Like, just take your time. Start reading. I'm here if you need help. You know, and just reminding them as well that you are there for them. Not only as a teacher, but as an encouragement and another caring adult in their life. And that is huge. So again, a few reasons why trauma-informed care is important. Trauma-informed care gives students a safe place. Your classroom. Trauma-informed promotes learning about and understanding your whole student. Trauma-informed care promotes learning about and understanding your whole student. And trauma-informed care realizes the importance of teaching stress management skills. The importance of teaching stress management skills. So all of these factors affect your student's behavior. So when they feel safe and cared for, majority of the time they want to try their best and control themselves to be able to do their best learning because every child deserves to succeed. So remember, you are turning hopelessness into hopeful as you care for and teach your students. Keep up the great work. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and U, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University bit.ly slash behavior ppu the number four and the letter u if you're interested also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free the number six 
for free. These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this, that every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.